Welcome to Living Social Justice Podcast, an initiative of Common Ground Church and Common Good, where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice. Our hope is that a growing number of Christ followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice, creating a groundswell of positive change in our society. I'm joined today by Jane Hampton, who together with her husband Mike, heads up the children's ministry at Common Ground Church, Rondebosch. Jane shares with us her unique parenting journey. I'm joined today by Angelique Arde, a member of Common Ground Weinberg Church. Ange is a journalist and super single mom to her adopted son, Gabriel. Anne shares with us how her church community supported her transition from career woman to mom. Thank you, Ange, and thank you, Jane, for joining us. Um, Ange and Jane are really here to share with us God's unique tapestry of family, that it doesn't always happen in the conventional way, but that God definitely has a heart for families. So a warm welcome to you both, and thank you very much for accepting the invitation to share some insights into your parenting journey. Um, and I'll start with you, single mom, brave enough to go the adoption route. Um, it's an unusual parenting story. Share with us how it changed your life. Um, I think like Dean said, it's changed my life in every conceivable way. <laughs> um, I adopted Gabriel four years ago. He was four months old when he came home. Um, I never dreamed of, I don't know, I've never met anyone who like fantasized about being a single parent. <laughs> um, I definitely didn't. And so I'm a single parent um, because of my circumstances and I, I sincerely believe God, um, you know, works with us in our circumstances. So, um, yeah, I, I chose this um, and I'm so glad I didn't know what I was getting into because <laughs> I would never have done it, I don't think, but I would never have known the depth of love that I know um, now. So Jane, you are not only a parent, but you're also involved in children's ministry. Um, so I'm keen to know one of the things that um, you shared with me was just the shift in focus that um, children's ministry within Common Ground has really um, prioritized the first thousand days. So share with us sort of where your first thousand days landed and how that has woven into the tapestry of your leadership of the children's ministry. Great. So um, I work here at Bosch AM, Common Ground, and my husband has overseen the Kids Rock Ministry, which is a children's ministry for the past four years. This year, I got to come on board and co-lead with him and just oversee Next Gen, which is children and youth. But I think what we realized is, first of all, as a church, we prioritize our children and youth ministries as a family ministry. It's not about us um, evangelizing or witnessing to children, even though that's so important. What we really want to do is make sure we're prioritizing and partnering with parents in discipling their children. Because we realize we get one hour, two hours on a Sunday of input, but parents get hours and hours of time with their children. And in realizing that as well, and reflecting and saying, why do we start children's ministry at two and a half years? Like Sarah said, all the foundations have already been made. Um, the feeling of security, of goodness, of peace, of joy, that stuff comes before two. Um, and what we realize is actually, we've got a very unique opportunity as a church to first of all, partner with parents from the beginning, from those beginning stages of pregnancy and trying to figure out what it means to have a child. Um, 
to create space for them that is thought through, very very thoughtful and um, nuanced around how to make sure they feel welcomed within church so they stay throughout um, the first thousand days of having children. And then also creating a space where the children themselves from the age of naught feel comfortable and secure in our church environment. So that when we suddenly say to them, oh, by the way, come to Kids Rock, come to children's ministry, it's not a foreign or alien thing to them. They've been in that space. Their parents have been in that space. It's a place that's warm and inviting to them. And so children's ministry happens quite naturally because they've been there all along. Thank you. So, Ange, I'll, I'll come back to you and say, who was your village and what sort of support did you enjoy um, from your village? Um, church is my primary village actually I have only one family member um, who lives in Cape Town the rest of the family scattered all over the country and shall I tell you what it looked like in my first um, like um, Dean and Jess I, um, I, my church was Weinberg Congregation which is not a very resourced um, church but I was supplied with um, meals for two months and I was saying to Jane it's so not about the food. It's about the fact that, um, you know, the five love languages are words of affirmation, um, gifts, touch, time, um, acts of service. When someone arrives at your home with a meal and says, how are you, and, and touches you, and looks in your eyes and says, look at this guy, you're doing such a great job, and here's a meal, and um, can I pray for you? It's like, oh, you, you're being loved in every way. Um, so, sorry. I had that for five days a week for two months. Um, it was amazing. It was really, really life-giving um, because you, parenting does make you so vulnerable. You are alone when the tacky hits the toad. is just you and the baby. And, but to know that there are people that do love you, and um, it's amazing, yeah. So I, I had the benefit of that. Thank you. Jane, you described very much, I think, what, what Ruth was sharing with us of just not being invisible almost. People would see you as mother to, wife to. Um, who saw you in those, in those days? Who saw you, reached out to you, loved you, supported you, came around you? So I had two different experiences. Um, when my daughter Rachel, when we adopted her, we were in a congregation where we were in an involved small group and we really felt so seen and loved by them. We felt that they fully supported us in our adoption journey and they were every step of the way with us, which was amazing. Um, when Emma came along and she was quite young, we moved from one congregation to another. And so we moved into a space that wasn't a um, known space to us. We didn't know that many people. And I remember coming to church and feeling so alone. Um, and people would see I had a baby and almost do quite a wide berth around me. So they'd kind of like coo and then they'd walk away. Um, and coming from a space where I knew everyone and everyone asked me how I was to come to a space where no one acknowledged me was really hard. And so I made a lot of noise. <laughs> as did Emma. Um, so Emma would cry and I'd say, um, well, where do the moms meet? And where are the other moms? And um, leaders, why are none of you saying hello to me? And my husband even works here. No one's saying hello to me and no one's asked me how I am and no one's offered me tea. And I just made a bit of a fuss. Um, I was very sleep derived at the time. I just need to mention, I'm not normally like that. Um, but I think I realized, wow, if you are new in a space, 
this can be very alienating, this can be very isolating. And so I felt like I needed to be a voice for others. And what was great is that I got responses. Um, so we joined a small group where I felt they became our family and they loved us and they looked after us and they were gracious for us. Um, everyone that I spoke to who was in leadership where I said to them, look, this isn't working for me. I don't know how it's working for anyone else. They acknowledged me. They said, I hear you. What could we do better? And it started a conversation. Um, and I found that really helpful. But I, I definitely feel like the, the more you are part of the community, the easier it is to feel the love and support. So I'm going to ask both of you just one final closing question, eating into my time. Um, you are now both seasoned parents. What is the advice that you would give parents who are just about to venture into those first thousand days? What is the one piece of advice that you wish you could have told yourself if you could go back in time? Um, I would say um, be vulnerable and um, pride is a prison. Pride, is a, pride tells you that uh, you have to do this alone. This is your load. Um, carry your load. There's no grace in pride. So don't be proud. Ask for help. Um, that's my main advice. So the advice I try to give to any new mom is to say, look at your spiritual relationship with God like a thread. And before you have kids, that's a strong, thick cord, and it's put together with time of worship with God and prayer time with Him and Bible study. And you have kids, and it's one kid, and you think you're going to cope, and then the second one comes along, and everything falls apart. Keep the thread. Keep the thread going. And if that thread is playing worship music in the car, and that's all you can do, just do it. If it's doing a devotion that is one paragraph so that you've just read one snippet of a Bible verse every day, do it. If it means being in the church building, even though you hear nothing because you're completely distracted, do it. Because a time comes, and I can testify to that, a time comes when that thread starts to strengthen again. And you get longer time, and you get more time, and you can feel the closeness of God. And I felt the closeness of God the whole way through, but it was different. It changed, just like everything else in life changed when we had, when we had kids. And so my advice to you would be keep that spiritual thread alive. You never want to lose that because of the season that you're in. Thank you. Thank you both very, very much. And thank you for being vulnerable with us too. Okay. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, commongood.org.za, including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content, and volunteer opportunities. Bye for now.